What is up? This is the Sugar Free Sports Podcast here. I am your host, Jordan Ramirez, here with... Frank Gomez. And uh, do we have Ben on the line yet? No. Probably not. He's, all right, he's, gonna, he's, he's coming on. We're actually going to try to have... He is going having adventures at Bleacher Report. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, having omelet bars and Bloody Marys and whatever other things that they give him. Yeah, morning. for those who don't know, our, our, our third wheel here, Ben, he uh, got a job at... Police report within the last few weeks, and this week it came out that they got bought out for 175 milli. So uh, he's uh, he's doing all right. I think. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully he got stock. Option. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully he's doing all right, and they're not uh, you know doing anything too crazy over there. But uh, yeah, so he's been busy with that. That's why he hasn't been in the studio with us the past couple weeks. Yeah. But, uh, he's been grinding. We wish him the best. I think he'll be on here pretty soon. But um, we're gonna talk about uh, the best team in the Bay Area. How dare you? Right now. The most important right. team in the Bay Area, the one that people <laughs> care about, the one that has a real stadium, the one oh, that has the best fans. <laughs> the best fans. Uh, it, the San Francisco know, Giants. It, barely are, took, it only took 57 years, but it's cool. Whatever. Yeah, no one's counting. Who's counting? Uh, Giants are coming off a sweep of the Colorado Rockies. They're also coming off a loss to the Cardinals last night. And uh, as we speak right now, Buster Posey just hit a three-run homer to take the lead. Uh, oh my god! So they, well, Posey's what hitting like 450, almost 500. This, it's this, uh, actually it's MVP. Conti- MVP Buster Posey. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! All right, either way. No, MVP but he's Buster but he's actually been probably one of the hottest hitters next to Melky yeah. Cabrera on the team and actually wow, driving props, their runs. Props from Frank on the Giants. I, hey, I have to know both teams. I have to know both my enemy and my favorite team. Okay. So. <laughs> well, you don't have to if you're a Giants fan. And but are you are you little are you a little scared now that uh, they got they, their first game against a real team and they got clobbered? Uh. <laughs> It's 162 games, dude. Stuff's going to happen. No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. They're going to win this game. Um, And we're talking about here, there's a uh, four-game series here against St. Louis. They lost the first game, sure. I think they'll split, which would be good for against the Cardinals. Um, Hey, Ben, we want to know what you think. Ben is on the line. Ben? What's up, guys? What's going on? Ben's been big-timing us once you got us the job at Bleach Report. (laughs) I know. Why you been big-timing us all of a sudden now, man? Oh please! I'm big time. I'm working two jobs. That's why I'm not there right now. <laughs> you get any of that booster report money, contrary to what you guys are saying. Yeah, we've already been passing on the rumor that you uh, that you cash in all your stock options and are living in a on an island in Bermuda somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. My uh, <laughs> doing all the bars for morning. <laughs> don't lie, don't lie, man. I, I see your Instagram pictures, Ben. <laughs> I see those omelet bars going on. By the on. way, if you don't follow Ben on Instagram, every other pick is food, and uh, it's always him and his lady. It's you food know, and Ben. A nice meal. And, and contrary to what you would think, Ben only weighs like 105 pounds. Yeah, he's, 100, I, he's always 115 pounds. Yeah, sushi. I don't know. How, I don't know how you keep it off, Ben. Hey, I like I like to share you know my culinary adventures with the world. <laughs> By but, the way, dude, if you need some more likes uh, when you're, you know, posting these pictures, you hashtag food porn. That gets you at least six or seven likes on Instagram. I'm, I'm telling you, because you know, every- yeah, Jordan is a is a hashtag whore on Instagram. Yeah, Jordan, I'm not, I'm not gonna whore myself out. Like that. Food porn. I, I don't think those two words even go together at any point in time. Ever. Are you kidding me? Food can be a type of porno. But Jordan is also the same guy porn. who put food porn next to uh, Panda Express. Food, so very worthy, <laughs> extremely worthy. By the way, you know how many likes I, I got from chicken. that? I got at least thirteen. <laughs> but, but Ben, we got to get your thoughts on what's going on with the Giants right now. Um, you know, since you haven't been in studio, I've been uh, blasting Jordan, and he's been coming back at me. But we, I needed, I, I felt, I didn't feel right without like two people coming at me with uh, crappy Giants stuff. So what's going on? Crappy Giants. <laughs> <laughs> 
think the Giants just came Swept off a sweep of the, the worst. The, the, <laughs> you, did that count still? You got to beat who they put in front of you. That's what I always I say. And look, I know they got rocked by the Cardinals <laughs> yesterday, but you know that happens sometimes. I know Kane yeah. hasn't. Exactly it's crazy when they you know. play like a above five hundred team. It's crazy. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see how the A's fair against the Angels down the stretch. Uh, don't the worry about it. We don't want to talk about that right now. Angels, Angels, Angels A's <laughs> attendance last night, 13,000 for a team in a race against a first this place team. This is a whole other 13, entire hour show on why Congrats, that. A's fans. You really want them to stay in Oakland now. 13,000. Jo- 13, Jordan was so proud night. of himself on Twitter yesterday. He's like, oh, 13,000. Oh, my God. By the way, that was fan. this morning. And you, you didn't respond. So, uh... <laughs> Actually, I have a job as opposed to being on the golf course all day. Uh, so. I, I was off today, so <laughs> I was able to uh, send you that tweet, which I still haven't gotten a response from. So, <laughs> by the way, that was annou- an announced thirteen thousand. So probably really there, like eight, eleven, thousand. <laughs> you're probably wa- you're probably watching the Giants game anyway. Oh, um, how dare you? But Ben, what do you? I mean, what do you think so far? We, we got we want to get your opinion on Hunter Pence. I'm going to start a Hunter Pence watch. Since he's uh, hitting a cool 154. I mean, he's, he's what had less than 30 at bats. I don't think you can really judge what he's what he's going to give this team down the stretch. I mean, it, take, it takes a while for you guys to kind of fit in. I mean, how's Kurt Suzuki doing over with the Nationals? Aside from, by the way, well, he could and, hit his weight with the A's, but they got him for pitching. And just bringing that up, Giants are going to be seeing the Nationals pretty soon after uh, they come back home. So. Don't get too uh, happy about that. Did you guys see that uh, that play last night where Suzuki bunted and you got the third? <laughs> the Astros. I didn't see that. No, no, no I did not see that at oh. all. I try to stay I, away I re- from all all A's, current A's, <laughs> former A's, anything A's related. I like to kind of drift away from that. Jordan, so. you, you had to see it. It's, it's fantastic. The Astros are so bad that they messed up a simple bunt play. It is How many times do the Giants play the Astros? I'm assuming they probably play them like another 50 times. I hope so. <laughs> the, rest the, the, the rest of the season. Down the stretch, don't the Giants have an easier schedule than the uh, the Dodgers do? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, I, so, I think, yeah, they 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 have, I think only 27 games left or something like that against teams above 500 so there's no reason to be worried then i think the giants are still first place in the nl west right by half yes, a game sir. yeah half a game shots fired okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all that matters by the way buster posey since the all-star break batting a 464 eight homers and 30 rbis hitting streak is currently at 11 games after his homer tonight Eat shit, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you out a little bit here. In our in our pre pre show notes, you did manage to put in a uh, hundred pencil numbers, but I do not see Buster Posey. What yeah, what that? Well, who cares about Buster Posey? I don't care about Buster Posey. First of all, oh, I do okay. the notes for the show. <laughs> Second of all, if you want to add to them, you're more than welcome to add on Google Docs. Frank. But I know- Frank, we know you do the notes for the show because your because your A's notes are just as long two as your pages, Giants notes. Two pages of notes. That's why I try to drift through these A's notes real quick. I skim, go down. Um, but yeah, both you guys. And this is a question out to both you guys. Are you guys worried about Matt Cain? Uh, I, I was looking at his stats and I put him in. You know, I put him in the rundown for us. But in his last five starts, one and two, four fifty ERA, thirty two innings. You know, a whip of 1.31, a 276 batting average again. Wow, terrible numbers. Wow, look at that whip. K per nine inning, 6.75. I mean, he didn't do. He didn't look good yesterday when he got bombed by the by the Cardinals. But are you guys kind of worried that he's getting a little tired heading into kind of the home stretch for you guys? Go ahead, Ben. Um, you know, as long as he's not posting Timmy-like numbers, I'm not too concerned. Yes, it's it's kind of a a fall off from the the perfect game that he threw. 
But considering, you know, the pitching that surrounds her that's behind him, uh, it's, it's not too much of a concern. And it's not like he's been a complete disaster. So it, am I worried? Not really. Uh, you know, is it disappointing? Sure. I mean, obviously coming off the perfect game, you thought he'd, you know, skyrocket into one of the, uh, the best pitchers in the game. But <laughs> and, and if, if I'm... Yeah, really. Only Giants fans would have thought after a perfect game he was going to skyrocket into Cy Young territory. <laughs> Cy Young, I just say he's going to have re- I mean, the best pitchers in the I game. Mean, he's he's on, I don't know if he's one of the best pitchers. I mean, he's, he's, wait, 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 wait. He's probably what, what, ten, Hold on. top eight starters? Top eight in the game? Dude. Come on, man. <laughs> I know you're an A's fan, but you really got to, like, you don't get, just because you're an A's fan, you don't got to act stupid like the rest of the A's fans. All right? <laughs> By the way, I think uh, I think our producer, rightly so, turned <laughs> off your mic after that BS. Matt Kane isn't one of the best pitchers in the league. <laughs> All right, who's better? Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, no. No, Frank's been talking the last, like, three minutes, but Burns turned his mic off, so. Thank God. All right. <laughs> so, but what do you guys think? Uh, you guys, the one waiver wire pickup Sabian did was uh, Jose Mijares, left-handed reliever from Kansas City, who looks exactly like Melky Cabrera, apparently, but what? 50 pounds heavier. I want to be honest, I have no idea who he is. And uh, I was actually listening to Andrew Bagley on KMBR yesterday when the Giants picked him up. He, had, he didn't have any idea who he was uh, either. But uh, you know what? No, uh, adding a relief pitch was something that we thought the Giants would do at the deadline. They didn't. And uh, the waiver wire pickup was just going to come sooner rather than later. So this was uh, a typical kind of Sabian move. We'll see, how it, uh, we'll see how it ends up. He has actually pretty decent numbers for someone that uh, got put on waivers. What do you got? 38. 38 and uh, two-thirds innings pitched, 36 hits, only, um, how many walks we got here? Only 13 walks, three home runs, so it's actually pretty uh, pretty decent stats for someone that got uh, released. Jose Mijares. Yeah, so uh, apparently he's not there tonight due to him missing his own flight. And he had to go back to Kansas City to go, I don't know what. Yeah, <laughs> uh, some mess going on, but uh, yeah, you know, another typical Sabian waiver wire pickup that should... Uh, should, uh, well, does it solidify? Good. Does it solidify roles for the bullpen right now? I mean, with Casilla in question as a closer, I know I, I was reading some stuff talking about uh, Affelt being possibly getting put in there. Um, what do you guys think, Ben? What do you think about that? Uh, moving Affelt to the closing role? That's what they're saying. I, they might go closer by committee if it if if, if it doesn't work out with Casilla. I mean, yeah, the bullpen's been kind of struggling. Even uh, when they were routing the uh, the Rockies, the bullpen was really having some trouble holding the lead today. So, again, I just like you guys, I don't really know too much about this guy they picked up. But any help that they can, uh, that they can, you know, give it, give the uh, bullpen, you know, down the stretch will help. It, it, what's the deal with Moda? Is he is he coming back or is he? Done? <laughs> we talked about this last week, and uh, he got suspended a hundred games, and um, I don't know, he should be. I mean, if he, yeah, I gotta I look. I'm, this is bothering me. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna see where this he's gonna look at. it up. But I mean, does he have a Twitter? No, he does. Yeah, Guillermo Moda. It's it's got him uh, kicking a uh, Chanho Park. No, <laughs> did he did he, uh, did he karate kick somebody during a fight? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that actually. Uh, <laughs> what Frank. a fantastic Guillermo Moda knowledge. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> but so all right, so current. You know, Giants record, notwithstanding today's game, we won't go, you know, if it's they're up right now, but 59-50, and 50, half a game in front of the Dodgers, four games out of the wild card. 
is this something where and i'm just looking at this as like if they keep getting pushed back into the wild card race is it just going to come down to they have to win the division because even the dodgers are four games out and i don't know if they're going to be able to make up the the distance in the wild card to you know catch whoever's in there just to kind of be like you know to get in there secondarily um to me i think i think it's division or bust personally um you know i i don't think the dodgers even though i i more worried about the Dodgers and the D-backs. I don't think the Dodgers are going to play as well as you know, kind of their their talent, their acquisitions, their their new ownership projects them to be. Uh, I think adding a bunch of people to the deadline doesn't always mean success. You know, Sabian does all the little moves, and you know, obviously that turned out well in 2010. The Dodgers this year added Victorino, Hanley, all these guys, and uh, so far they've been actually not that great. I know they're kind of still gelling, but. I'm not too worried. I mean, I am worried about the Dodgers only a half game out, but if the Giants handle their business, the Dodgers won't even really be, be an issue because the, the Giants have the better pitching and their lineup may not be as good, but they're not too far behind the Dodgers. So I think if the Giants play as well as they could down the stretch, and you know, they're going to have ups and downs and the pitching's been up, obviously having a rough stretch lately in Kane yesterday, but uh, if the Giants handle their business and play the way they can, they will win the division. And wildcard, I don't even want to think about that because if they handle their business, they'll win the division and wildcard won't even be an issue. So what about you, Ben? Yeah, going back to what I said earlier, the Dodgers have a tougher schedule going into the, uh, the latter end of the season here. And once Pablo comes back, I, I like that three, four, five, six. You know, no, no matter how you slice it, if it's uh, Melky, Posey, Pablo, and Pence. I mean, that's a solid middle of the lineup there. So, do they compare to the Dodgers? Not really sure. But as Jordan said, you know, the pitching is is better. So, all those combined, the Giants, the Giants, you need to win the division to make the playoffs. The wild card seems to be out of the question for both teams. So, uh, I think the Giants should come out on top. But that's been said about them before, and. <laughs> Well, plus the whole deal with like having bad stretches that's just baseball you know that happens it's 162 yeah. games you're not going to be steady the whole way through you're not going to be terrible the whole way through unless you're the astros or someone like that but yeah i mean you, well you look at the rest of the schedule you got coming up you're going to come back home and face colorado again so you know that's you should you should sweep them again i mean i'm, I'm assuming right? we should yeah and then you, but then you have washington coming in for three games with that pitching staff tough series and, you know, and then uh, you, you know you got to try and gain a, a, a little bit of ground in between now and then. And if you don't, I, I think the Giants need to put distance on the Dodgers right now. While while they're still kind of gelling, they still have the whole issue where they picked up the waiver rights to Cliff Lee. So is that deadline? Did that deadline pass yet? I no, thought no, no. it was. They they picked up the they picked up the waiver rights, mm-hmm. but. Um, when is that deadline for the deal? Thirty first, the thirty first. Okay, and yeah. from all the all the reports I saw, the deal was unlikely between the Phillies and the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's a actually, lot of money or whatever. But uh, you know, I, I mean, we'll see how you know it's it's kind of goes it's going to go week to week. But you know, we'll see what happens. But let's jump over to the other hot team in the Bay Area. Are they are they hot? They're hot. They're hot. Well, not in August anymore. <laughs> yeah. they were in July, two and four in August currently. If we must. Um, you know, last night got shut down by Jared Weaver, who's now 15 and one. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The Angels, man. Watching that game, I was oh, they're not gonna get hit any hits. You got you got to consider them the, the favorites, right? Well, yeah, to win it all, right yeah, now. Yeah, they're definitely. I, I think them and the Rangers to win the division. I think the A's. It sucks that the A's are in basically the, the toughest division and tougher, more so than the East and and then the AL East. Um, 
I mean, they got Granky now. You know, they're, they're going to be facing that guy coming up soon. I mean, the A's have to do a lot of work in between now and just continue yeah. to hit at all. I mean, they didn't I hit anything question. at all. Yeah. How does it feel being an A's fan? And I'm not trying to be slanderish because I know I'm always like that, but again, especially <laughs> talking about the A's. But how does it feel being an A's fan knowing that the team as currently constructed is not going to be the team next year possibly oh, or two years after that like how does it feel just going well, year by on a year by year basis not knowing well, if you're going to be well let me kinda... ask ben for ben since you're kind of outside looking in you're not an a's fan you're a giants fan we you know we know that but like what are your thoughts on like when you think about the a's in terms of their turnover and, and then i'll and then i'll answer the question well i mean the a's are look i find them interesting just because no one expected anything out of them i mean I did Dude, actually. I did are, the Bay Area oh, Ball right. Athletics. Athletics <laughs> <laughs> writer did. <laughs> of course. If you go back to our, you know, our previous shows, we we use the A's as like the butt of every joke, or Jordan, Keith, and I anyway. But I mean, they, they've been surprising, and I, I just don't see how the team stays together. That's just their that's how they've been built. You know, they're they're a bunch of rent rented guys. So yeah. Hey. No, well, go ahead. Well. A, you have an ownership group who, A, doesn't want to be in Oakland. So that right there, you know, they want to run they want to run the team like a business. Lou Wolf's come out and said it. Even Billy Bean said it almost like, we're running this like a business. We're trying to make a profit. So they like that revenue sharing check. So I think that's why you get the constant turnover. And that's why I'm worried, you know, like, Joanna Cespedes, the Cuban Missile Crisis. He'll be gone in probably two and a half years, three years tops. Because I think they'll try and get value out of value out of him in order to get more guys, you know, in the minor leagues on cheap contracts. Right now, I mean, they they fleeced Arizona, um, the Diamondbacks with Jared Parker. They they also got Brad Peacock out of that deal. They have Colin Cowgill, who's a pretty decent pickup. But you know, th- with the Nationals, they got Tommy Malone out of that deal. You know, they got a pretty decent. I mean, they gave up Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, for that. but it you seems know, like every... it, it's it, it's it's how to run an organization on the cheap. Yeah, and, that, and that's what ownership is doing. Every three or four years, it seems like the A's have have a team like this where they they, they surprise us. They're over above five hundred yeah. or right around five hundred. They're competing, and then for the next two or three years, that team is once again kind of they the fla- bottom of the barrel. Well, yeah. And that's kind of comes with being well, an they A's plateau. Fan and the they plateau. Thing and- well, they plateau because they don't get enough talent back in. Like at the trade deadline, a lot of people were expecting the A's to make a deal. They had to deal in line for Hanley Ramirez. They didn't. They couldn't pull the trigger. Because a, I don't think Lil Wolf wanted to, uh, you know, to take in that contract. But they had a chance to do it. They didn't do it, and then th- this is what ends up happening: their their offense goes stagnant. Cespedes gets hurt, doesn't play for a game or two. They lose two or three games in a row, you know. And now they're doing it against the, the damn Anaheim Angels, which is not the team you want to be doing it against. So I mean, it's hard being an A's fan and that you know eventually the turnaround's coming. So every three years, I already know. Like it's, it's like clockwork. Every three years, like Cespedes is going to be gone. Reddick's Red, going to be gone. Reddick's going to be. Reddick won't be gone because he's under contract. Suzuki, for longer, so he's who cheap, for he's cheaper. Suzuki, it was just a matter of time, and, and his production-wise was yeah. was down for a while. So it was only yeah. And and I think and and Ben brought it up. You know when he brought up Suzuki, but the, the one the one thing is with Suzuki, he, he was dealing with the young pitching staff, and he's kind of kept them in line allowed them to kind of grow, you know get some confidence and I think you're seeing that now with the pitching staff kind of struggling right now with Parker going out yesterday giving up four runs um, you know and having little errors here and there costing them two or three runs when their offense isn't putting up that big a number still I mean they're still the lowest batting average in the league um, you know but they are putting up home run numbers but it's, it's just like you know in 2006 it was you know get on base walk and then hope for a three-run homer 
So know? do the A's make the playoffs this year? Uh, as I wrote at the beginning of the season, I'm very optimistic about this team because I saw the talent coming in, but I felt that they would but play they, really hard until the end. But they've exceeded but, your expectations, right? Oh, no, no, definitely. Okay. Far exceeded. The, the players the players have developed a lot quicker than I thought. Um, but I, I definitely think they'll have a shot at the wild card, at the second wild card. I don't think they'll get the first wild card because I think the Angels will probably get it. So it sounds, like, it sounds it. like they're not making the playoffs. They're, they're going to have a shot with five games left in the season. I'm calling it right now. Right. Yeah. Hey, I was... I was reading something today about some two new possible stadium locations. I mean, as of right now, do you see them moving to any of those two locations, or are they just kind of stuck at O.co? Well, I think right now they're stuck at O.co. They have the lease coming up soon. But um, I think what's happening is the the companies and businesses out of Oakland are trying to kind of bypass Lou Wolf. Because Lou Wolf is basically the one guy standing in front of anything getting built in Oakland because he wants to build in San Jose. So... You know, I, I I hope that they can get something done, and the Blue Ribbon Committee, which hasn't done anything in the last three years, makes them make a decision. But you know, what are you gonna do? I I mean, I want it to be in Oakland, but I don't think uh, you know this is uh, it's gonna happen anytime soon, or at least hopefully in the next two years. But who knows? If they force their hand, they can get something done. I think Frank is really the only A's fan that still holds hope that a new building might be built in Oakland and the A's are going to stay in Oakland and all that <laughs> stuff. And The writing's on the wall, Frank. I've been trying to tell you this for, it's for weeks. It's not on the wall. Dude, for I weeks already, now. Do we have to, we, listen, to our, listen to last week's podcast and you'll. Uh, I yelled at Jordan about the whole issue with Wolf and company and their finances not in order. But, you know, I, I think, yes, there's a chance, but they're getting audited. San Jose's getting audited right now. So, I mean... That whole the whole issue with the land parcels and stuff like that is a whole other issue that we could spend do us a, a whole other podcast on. So we could there we go. But none we, of our <laughs> none of our listeners really want to hear a whole podcast dedicated to the A's. So, um, but I mean, yeah, like I said last couple of weeks, the people with money want the A's to move to San Jose. Lou Wolf no, wants to move Lou to Wolf San wants to. I, baseball wants them to move to San Jose too. I don't think baseball does. I, I think baseball is doing. You know, they're still making money in Oakland. Dude, I mean, so you got thirteen thousand going to last night's Angels A's okay. game. How many? How many people? <laughs> if that game was in San Jose, that would be at least at least if the, double. If, at least. if Lou Wolf is still putting out the same product, it's still thirteen thousand. No way. Not not in San Jose. From you someone get, that lives in get, San Jose and get, who's, look what's who goes to school in downtown look San Jose. What's happening in Miami at the stadium? They can't even fill it up because that they, stadium sucks. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> matter if it sucks. It's a brand new stadium, and they can't fill it up because a the owners Whoa. are going doing it on the cheap. That's because Miami, Miami isn't Silicon Valley, dude. Miami is not no, downtown San but Jose. It, it's not the thing. Everyone thinks, you know, like you still have to have a good ownership group that's going to put money into the team. And this ownership group isn't, they're not going to do it because they're making so, they're making a 30 million on revenue sharing alone. They get it. They, they get the check cut from at the end of every year. 30 million. Boom. That's for you. That's for you. That's it. All right. That's what I'm saying. Well, once the podcast the week after the <laughs> announcement of the A's have finalized plans to move to San Jose that is going to be a great podcast by the way it will be a great podcast because no, it'll never come it, it's going to happen <laughs> alright we're going to touch on the Olympics for one second one second uh, we got a couple things that happen that are noteworthy that we want to talk about first off uh, first we got to get Ben we, we got to get Ben what's your favorite sport Olympic sport right oh, now oh yeah we talked about that last week to watch oh I was uh, I was watching some handball today have you guys seen that how dare you of course how handball dare you? how dare you of course you not table tennis, Ben? No, I'm, I'm so serious. Handball is, is awesome. We, we need that is pretty fun to watch. US, US handball team. Can we start one of those? 
I'm so down. Uh, yeah. With your two jobs, I don't think you'd have time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we might. Um, but yeah, we got Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt winning the 100 meters. We got Serena Williams seawalking after she after uh, she won her match or won the gold. And uh, we got Jalen Rose getting all pissed off that the, <laughs> that the, gym, the gymnast team, women's gymnast team, is being called the Fat Five. First off, I got to declare my hatred for Jalen Rose, not only as an analyst, but just as a person i don't like jalen rose <laughs> I, I don't it's some maybe the way he talks maybe it's the the, the way he played but jalen rose shut up sit down go drink wherever you need to drink don't drive don't <laughs> champagne you know, campaign don't uh <laughs> don't ever say that again i, I think jalen rose is going to do college basketball too this year i think from, i saw a report there but He's on ESPN Game Day this year. They signed him for that. Oh, I don't watch that show, so good. That, uh, <laughs> be less of Jalen Rose. But yeah, so a lot of stuff come out of the Olympics. They had the controversy last week where I think badminton teams are throwing, yeah, they're throwing, throwing games. games, and I mean the Olympics. It's kind of the off the off the stuff, off the field, court. What all so the, really, off. Ben? Handball? Really? Yeah. That's what you're going with? Well, I was just saying that because I was watching it today, but I, I, ultimately, I still my favorite is to watch basketball, even though it's kind of it's a little unfair to watch the U.S. just dominate like Nigeria. Yeah, um, it still is fun to watch. Did you, by the way, did you see that guy who whacked Carmelo in his crotch no. yesterday? No, I didn't. See, no, I was. Uh, I saw I, the picture of Carmelo it. on the ground holding his crotch, well, but I he, he, hit, he hit a three, and the guy challenged shot by whacking him in the crotch. It's, he pulled, he pulled a Reggie Evans. <laughs> pulled a Reggie Evans classic. We classic got a little, uh, yeah, we got a little reference to to that uh, to that game in our Twitter booth of the week, actually coming up in our next segment. But uh, yeah, it's almost like the off the field, off the court stuff of the Olympics that generates more news than the than the on the court field track, all the all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Ben, who would you rather be? Would you rather be um, Usain Bolt, fastest man in the world, or Michael Phelps, uh, best uh, Olympian ever? Oh, Michael Phelps, hands down. That guy, he's gonna—he's oh. never gonna pay for know. anything. I think I'd rather be. Yeah, you, you can't even—can't even swim away from a shark. If if it came down to it, at least he's able to have the chance of getting away from a wild. Because you know what happens two months from now, no one's gonna care about Michael Phelps. He's gonna be—that's <laughs> what happens to every Olympian, hey, right? Has All, anyone ever we, only, we only talk about Olympians when the Olympics are happening, or unless you're married to Kardashian, Bruce Jenner, <laughs> or that. And I, that's how he's staying relevant. How? Would we really be talking about Bruce Jenner if he wasn't on that well, show? Well, who was the last Olympian that had all those medals? Mark Spitz, right? Uh, well, we don't talk about him unless it's yeah. the Olympics. Sorry, Michael Phelps. Yeah, I'd rather be Usain Bolt. Who's... Sorry, man, I can't. I can't agree with your <laughs> with no, your choice. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, but look, Usain Bolt, as awesome as he is, did you know he's trying out for a soccer team? As he should. That's awesome. Why not? He'd be the fastest guy in the, on the field. <laughs> the great move. He's not going to be able to control. He just ball. kick it really far and run to it and beat everyone to it. Right? That's, that's the dumbest strategy I've ever heard. <laughs> I just want to watch Usain Bolt run, dude. A- any way I can do that, I mean, because we only get to see him unless you're watching, like, the trials or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know how you watch once, that. Once every four but, years. Yeah, once every four years. <laughs> so, hey, any way, any way we can see him do whatever We should just put does. him in events where he has to, like, run against stuff. Kind of like Ocho Cinco no, a few no, years no, ago no, when no. he ran against, like, a, no, 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 a horse. No, but, like, life or death stuff. Like, see you go with these... No, I you mean, said something like this last week. That <laughs> didn't go anywhere. You're going to get a, bu- <laughs> a bunch of TV ratings. You know, like, oh, can Usain Bolt outrun a lion? Kind of like that, 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 that Shaq versus show that never caught on. Oh, yeah. Usain versus. Oh. 
Let's not talk about Shaq versus him. <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, he played basketball against Justin Bieber. That that should not count. Yeah, and Bieber kind of didn't hey, break no him up. no slander in the Biebs. Let's keep it from Let's. Why do we bring in the Biebs? There's no slander needed. <laughs> Just because he's giving you 8,000 followers, Jordan. Yes, sir. You have to defend him. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I'd be Frank's level of followers if, uh, oh, if yeah. Bieber didn't follow because me. Because my, so. my Twitter game is on point right now. Off point. Uh, speaking of speaking of Twitter game, and, and, we got our we got our Twitter booth of the week. We got uh, my song of the week, which might turn into an album. Uh, actually, it will. It's going to turn into an album. You got to download free, by the way. Uh, so come come back and join us for our next segment after this commercial break. All right, it's our second and last segment here on the Sugar Free Sports Podcast. Here we're going to talk about we're going to talk about first our Twitter booth of the week, and we have a couple uh, a couple candidates uh, this week. Let's start with our first one, uh, Frank. All right, so uh, I picked gonna... the Twitter booth of the week based on it, he didn't he didn't say anything boofy, but the fact that you know James Harden he said something boofy. Well, kind of, but he got broken off against Nigeria. Uh, I have a link to Sick it. Sick crossover. Sick. <laughs> he got crossed over ridiculously hardcore and uh and then jr smith tweeted at him he's like bro what happened yeah it was a good move and all that but what move did you think he was going to do though right? <laughs> by the way to do is one word t-o-d-o though t-h-o yeah, question the real jr smith if you, you follow know. him by the way i had to unfollow because jr smith dude he was clogging up my time with oh, all these man. retweets he's like stack jack retweeting everyone retweet only people who say you're tight at rap <laughs> yeah, you know, I, he's one of those guys that kind of go back and forth between my unfollow and follow. Like Meta World Peace, sometimes I want to follow him because he'll say something stupid. Other times he's just retweeting everyone we'll and just kind of Or we'll see him at a fight. All right, so J- no yeah, there you go. Um, so Jared Smith said that to James Harden. Now James Harden comes back with combination of floor and shoes, man. He didn't cross me though. LOL. <laughs> what that James Harden? <laughs> did you not watch? Did you not? Or did you not take part in the video that happened? Because that, you got broken off. You, he crossed you over. Then you did the Pablo Sandoval panda splits. Yeah. That we're going to start calling them. And uh, you kind of were on the floor and you almost broke your knee. Like you literally almost broke his knee. He was in a really weird, weird spot. By the way, the U.S. was up 37 points at that, at that time. <laughs> J.R. Smith, I mean, uh, sorry, James Harden just yeah. bad against a Nigerian player, dude. <laughs> Really, this wasn't Chris Paul. This wasn't Darren Williams. I don't even know who this guy was. Ben, your thoughts on this? I think he drains horrible, a shot. He drains the three. He crosses <laughs> him up, it. and he drains the three. Which Ben, but your thoughts on James Harden trying to play it off like it was the shoes and it was the court and it was the surface? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I saw the cross, and it was a simple crossover. I mean, he got he got <laughs> lost. I mean, the complex. First of all, it doesn't make sense. Combination and floor and shoes. What does that mean? You're supposed to, you're supposed right. to be on the floor. You're supposed to wear your shoes. It, that makes no sense. <laughs> well, you, well, we know we have to apparently stay away from the Nike Hyper Dunk USA edition. No, what you got to stay <laughs> from is the Adidas. Remember last year's playoffs where Derrick Rose, uh, Shumper, all these guys got hurt wearing Adidas? Well, and I, bl- then, I blame Jordan for that because he beats all of them. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you think, Ben? I think I blame Jordan for Rose. all those ACL tears in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't blame. I still blame Adidas, not Jordan. <laughs> it is Adidas. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. All right. Well, I got I got a Twitter booth of the week too. And Ben, if you think of something at the top of your head, then just shout it out. But uh, I have 
one Chris Brown is my Twitter booth of the week who uh, can really be a candidate every week but he should, he's, he should um, be like the official Twitter booth of the, like he, he should, should be. have like a picture of him as like Twitter booth of the week yeah, every week he's just uh, you know I'm not even I'm not even gonna touch the Rihanna thing because that's been discussed uh, <laughs> a whole lot already but uh Man, it's just like every every day, it sounds like, you know, he's Instagramming these dumbass pics of him, like, thinking he's hard or whatever. And then Drake came out on this new Aaliyah song. Drake, uh, I got to get the, the line exactly, but he said something about, like, Chris Brown only selling, like, 125000 first week, 100000 first week. And it's, uh, he's, he's be, kind of beefing with Drake or whatever, so. We did get hit with a bottle. So. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> that can kind of be, yeah. Drake's you, winning, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, Chris Brown is just man. Stop with these dumb Instagram pics. Now he's trying to do the. He's trying to promote this like this website. I'm not even gonna say it because I don't like Chris Brown anymore. You know, his first album was cool. Fame was cool. And, he beat and then Fortune, he tried to do all this techno stuff. Hi Rihanna. There you go. <laughs> Team Rihanna, by the way. I know I support my girl Riri and anything Hi, she does, even though. Her Instagram kind of has been clogging up my timeline, too. But she's all right. You know, it's Rihanna. It's not Chris Brown. So I'm going to go Twitter booth of the week for me, Chris Brown, for just constantly being a dumbass, <laughs> posting dumb stuff. D- these Instagram pics no one cares about. He's, like, looking off into the wilderness and trying to trying to think of something, whatever. And all these shoes. Oh, stop. Stop, Chris Brown. Stop. Because no one really cares for him anymore, really, except for, I mean, do you like, I'm sure you listen to some Chris Brown songs. I mean, you I mean, don't really care Whatever's on the radio, I don't I don't go out of my way to listen to Chris Brown. Like, if it just happens to be flipping through and it, the song's on. Like, his new album's all right. Like, it didn't sell much. I think the, the whole Chris Brown I don't Brown go out thing, of my way to support Chris Brown. Yeah, about that? the whole Chris Brown <laughs> thing of, you know, because there, there was this little time where he was actually, like, kind of like the number one guy hey, on Ben, who would have known Jordan had so much Chris Brown knowledge? I mean, I'm a music guy. I'm a hip hop R&B guy. I like to keep keep uh, up to date with all this stuff. So, Ben, what are your thoughts on Chris Brown? Uh, in regards to his new album, I like everything that isn't techno, technoed out. I mean, so the, like the R&B songs? stuff is good, but all that like trap music is okay for about 30 seconds. Everything else that's techno on that album is complete trash. The R&B stuff is actually pretty good. Other than that, I mean, I I I'm kind of I don't. You know, he'll either which way about him. So, oh, there you go. Harper Mister Burns, man. He uh, he just got he's queued up Chris Brown just to piss me off, I think. But uh, yeah, we got Chris Brown now, which is just gonna distract me the whole rest of the show. Uh, but uh, this actually leads into my uh, music choice of the week. We're gonna change that. Not song of the week, because sometimes it's albums. And today actually is a Tuesday, uh, so we got a new album by Hit Boy, which is uh, free, called Hit Hit Story. Uh, Hit Boy, if you uh, remember, produced that pair song for Jay Z and Kanye. Produced Drop the World, that Eminem Wayne song. Uh, So he's he's been around. You know, he's produced a lot of good stuff, and this is his first debut album. Got a really every song production wise is really good and this is the first time kind of going into the rap game so he's rapping too so it's something that you should definitely check out it's free uh which is also something that should intrigue our uh, <laughs> our listeners which uh like i've said before doesn't stop our listeners from downloading uh, hey anything. we gotta get it man <laughs> but this is actually legit free so this isn't uh something else but yeah that's my song that's my album of the week my music choice of the week hit boy hit story so download that you won't regret it. It's like seven songs, eleven songs, I think. Anyway, so all right, Ben, choice. I need to hear the the craziest story out of Bleacher Report. You need to give us one. 
Whoa, put me on, put me on the spot, huh? Uh, Names preferably but, also. <laughs> there was, <laughs> there was uh, we, you know, Beach Report got bought out yesterday. Or not yesterday, it was actually a couple of days ago, but the announcement was made yesterday. And uh, there was a little celebration yesterday off of, uh, we, let's just say we took a ferry somewhere. And, uh, Did you go into international waters? Because then uh, I know. No, then I, no, no, no. no. <laughs> we, 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 we went to a bar um, over at Tiburon, and uh, it was it was a good time. Uh, I, I I can't. There was no crazy things going on. No, you know, uh, crazy what, things. So what, <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't by the way, me and Frank have, have been around Ben when he's drinking. It takes a good beer and a half for him to start <laughs> acting like like us normal people, like four or five beers. It's like Ben's like one and a half beers. So why him meaning like crazy, going, what he means going crazy, YOLO, it's kind of like <laughs> Ben's going crazy is equivalent to like a 17-year-old high school girl like just starting to drink where like after a beer and a half, she's kind of plastered. That's kind of like Ben. First of all, first of all Jordan, are you old enough to drink? Uh, I'm counting down the days, buddy. I'm counting down the days. You still need me and Frank to go to Safeway for you? Yeah. Actually, I'm not afraid to say. Can you guys buy me something? Jordan's always trying to get me after the show. Dude, let's go to 7-Eleven. I will give you money. Hey, you should have. have, We devised the whole plan in Vegas. That actually worked pretty well, except for a couple spots. And uh, I don't know if you've told you the stories about that, but we will off, off the air. But so no like gambling, no gambling in international waters, no like crazy uh, uh, knife fights or something like that <laughs> on the boat. Nothing. I, I mean, all I all I know is um, you know that they're, they're they were bought by Turner Sport, so that's they obviously own TNT. So I'm guessing you'll see a lot of Bleacher Report being plugged by Shaq and Kenny on Inside the NBA this season. Uh, that's that's all that I. Uh, Probably all I can divulge. <laughs> not. Does that mean Shaq has what one year left on on his TNT deal? I think. Oh, Shaq, was, Shaq was terrible. So. Shaq was terrible on Inside the NBA. Oh, ben, do you agree? Awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Shaq is awful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so does that mean that did, did you buy stock options? Did they allow you to buy stock options? The Bleacher Report before you got there, so you could uh, make out. Unfortunately, not. Uh, you know, one month in, they didn't really give you stock options. Shocking, I know, but uh, <laughs> I, I was not. I was not given. I, I was not able to cash out basically. So is Bleacher Report actually Boiler Room in disguise? What's that? Boiler Room? No. Sorry. No Zees. No one? Oh, jeez. No one's seen Do Boiler Room. Snores? Am I the only Burns? one who's seen Boiler snores? Room? <laughs> Jesus, criminy. We're... Yeah, <laughs> Our producer's seen Boiler Room. See, Jordan, he's, Jordan is 12 I'm a young old. guy. I'm a young guy. I'm 20. <laughs> I'm 20, you know? I don't see, I don't see Boiler Room. And, and the know. taste of a 14-year-old girl in terms of television watching. Uh, We've already proven that. Louis. I watch all the good shows, dude. No, you don't. Louis. You're lying. America's Got Talent. You're gonna get on me for watching that. American Idol, ben, please. X Factor. <laughs> Tell this guy. I watch Walking Dead. I don't watch actually Breaking Bad. I need to get into, but uh, and Game of Thrones, which we talked about for a little while. I can see Jordan going through the Rolodex of like adult TV shows that he's like, oh, I think I think they talk about that one. I should watch that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm just By the say way, that. a little sports a sports connection here with the TV thing. Hard Knock starts tonight. Uh, Miami Dolphins. Um, Ocho Cinco or bust pretty much for this show. That, no how, really. how, we should take an over under bet. Ben, what do you think? How, over under on how many times Evelyn Lozada appears on uh, Hard Knocks? Oh, it's, oh, it's gonna be over ten times. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully at least 10 minutes per show. I'm hoping she makes an appearance. Why is Tannehill's wife or wife or whoever she is, Not she's got to be on the show. Not bad? Yeah. Right. 
Because I'm thinking how many Will goes she drop a Basketball Wives reference? Goes to Google? <laughs> Tannehill oh, God. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can get some airtime. <laughs> Thank you, Ben, for that one. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here as we do with every show, handling our business with the, with the handles. And uh, if you've listened to us before... Thank you for following. If you haven't followed yet, follow us. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Um, you what can you follow me for? at JRM underscore 91. That's J-R-A-M underscore Ben, give him your handle. Ben. <laughs> follow me at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. Also, follow the uh, the show's Twitter, uh, Twitter at Trigger Free Sports. Frank, hey. go ahead. <laughs> Let me go into my long Twitter handle right now. Uh, at Mr. underscore F-J-G underscore Sun, S-O-N. And by the way, follow our producer, uh, at Burns, Burns Music Burns with a Z by the way He uh, he deserves a follow from yes. every one of our listeners Because without him game. This will never take place Ever Without Burns No Show wouldn't be anything Yeah It'd be horrible <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty bad Because you'd be our producer And man we wouldn't know Yeah we'd have, we'd have a bunch of uh, We'd have a bunch of uh, Vegas episodes up That actually would be entertaining We should just have <laughs> one. Should replay that one For, for the lulz Um well, that's that about does it for our show this week. Uh, next week, we might have a guest. We might not. I know you guys like to listen to just us, us two. Yeah. Sometimes three Expound voices. Yeah. Sports knowledge comes out of every every facet of our being right now. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Sugar Free Sports Podcast. Ben, come back on the show, please. Ben, maybe we'll have you in studio next week, but you're working like seven jobs. Bleach Report just got bought out, so probably not. Ben, thanks for joining us, calling in. Thanks for having me, guys. Good show. <laughs> no homo. Hey, you're not, a, you're not a real guest. You don't have to say thanks for having me. Just say thanks, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, peace out. Talk to you. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thanks for listening again. This has been the Sugar Free Sports Podcast. Thank you. <laughs>